From the pages of ramblingbeachcat.com, this is Seth here along with Nick, bringing you the weekly podcast. Actually, it's more like bi-monthly podcast at this point, and that's on the agenda for discussion today. We know our legions of listeners missed us over the past few months, and I guess by legions, I mean the 15 people in Nick's band class that keep asking us where we went. Big shout out to you guys. But you know what? You all can just shut your faces and put the next hour into your ear holes because you all are so good at doing exactly what you're told. Kate will hopefully be back with us at a later date and bring the sexy back to the podcast. But for now, it's just me and Nick talking about our hiatus, uh, embarrassing Craigslist personal ads, our favorite sci-fi franchise called Star Wars, and Car Wrecks, not called this podcast. Uh, too much for a podcast is unprofessional. Uh, too much for a podcast is unprofessional. If this were the real world, you'd have all been fired by now. If I didn't have this mountain of paperwork, I'd have done it myself. Uh, so cue the music. <laughs> I called Seth. What? <laughs> we were hibernating in our hovels. Well, no, we no, we, we got to talk about this first because we we were gone for a while, and there's a lot of factors. We're going to get into that. I, I actually, those of you who reached out and either said <laughs> things like, "No, I'm serious." People reached out and said, "I have a question. When are you going to do a podcast again? Why did you guys stop doing your podcast?" Thank or God, did you stop? Yeah, you stopped doing. You. Yeah, <laughs> did you finally give that that up? You know. All of you, it made me feel better because you noticed. You noticed that it was gone. We thought maybe, you know, and we stopped. It was like, you know, no one would notice. But. It was our passive-aggressive plea for help. It was like, you know, if they're not going to appreciate me, I'm just going to take myself away from them. Yeah. And they're not going to have anything. They don't appreciate my art. Yeah. Then, you know. They appreciate our Dale stories. Yeah, but... um. I don't know. We have a we have a litany of reasons. We're going to talk into why we had. It, it's a combination of reasons why we we didn't podcast for a while. So if you listen to the if you're a dedicated listener and you listen to the Seth, did you put the one live where I just complained for an hour? Yeah, yeah, that one went live. <laughs> <laughs> I just complained for an hour about about neck beards. That's all. That's all I did. So. Yeah, my my uh, one of my friends uh, Juan. Uh, said uh, and he's he's Colombian and I, I make fun of him because of he, of his accent. But he said your last podcast it was it was not very good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I mean, I was I was angry. There was no yeah. There was no humor. I was just mad. And the thing is, I thought about writing an article about it, and I really can't now because honestly, Seth, I've made peace with some of the people involved in that whole situation. And I've started to kind of basically I had a problem with a, a group of moderators on Reddit that wanted to do everything they could to keep me from ever posting my stuff. And and if you guys know how Reddit works, you can't just spam your own material. My posts from my own website literally make up less right now, I think, because I have a, a friend of mine who's a mod on Report the Spammers, which is the and he he has a program that breaks down your post percentage. My own website makes up about two and a half to three percent of my total posts. Yeah, and I post like tons of stuff every day because I'm looking for different articles. A ton, I see, you know. So I end up posting and sharing a lot of stuff. But you know, a few of them actually I, talk, I got to talk to, and we sat down kind of meeting. So it, I really can't do a post on it now because I'd have to say bad things about people that I'm on good terms with, and I don't want to have the wrath of Reddit down on me. But. uh that and then Seth, I'm sure he doesn't want to get into this too much, so that she's not scared off thinking that anything <laughs> she does will be broadcast. But Seth, Seth has been seeing a new lady friend, which I know is going to make our female uh, listenership uh, uh, crotches everywhere just instantly dried up. At the <laughs> oh God! <laughs> wow! <laughs> Can we please not leave that? In there? That's disgusting. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, Seth, Seth's the new lady friend. I got in a really bad car accident, like a really bad car accident. I was uh, sitting in traffic, and uh, all of a sudden, this Jeep just rams into me, and then rams me into a van in front of me. Not, not, not like the kind of ramming you expect at the holidays that we normally... Oh, no. well, that's... Oh, well, okay, yeah, we'll get to that. But I got hit, and, you know, it, gets, and it turns out this girl behind the Jeep that was behind me had hit them and rammed them into me. The first thing is, you know, I've been to Rex before, but you know, now I'm married, and the girl who hit me was like gorgeous. You know, or hit the guy. I'm like, this never happens, <laughs> you know, when you're single. But anyway, you know, it hits me, and uh, poor girl, she's crying and stuff. I'm like, look, this is why we pay those terrible insurance premiums. No one's like seriously hurt. The guy behind me had to go to the hospital, but it wasn't anything too serious. He flew up and hit his head on the windshield. Oh. So yeah, but he was okay, and um. You know, my car got messed up, and then the insurance company, her insurance company, didn't want to pay for it to get repaired. They wanted to total it. I had to fight with them, yeah. I think, I don't know if this is going, but Skylar's cancer came back. My dog Skylar's cancer came back, so I've been taking back for treatments, yeah. So all that type of stuff. And in the meantime, you know, Seth's Seth's out there in, in Arizona getting his groove on. My and, uh, paid, yeah. I was, you had a, I was you had a moment where you were class. Oh, well, I was going to say that you had a moment where you thought your class wasn't going to happen, too. That was a little scary, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The, every you know, a- adjunct work at the community college level is never a guaranteed thing. And I was worried up until about the day before the cutoff date whether my class was going to make enrollment or not. If you don't have enough students, then they just cut your class and you're kind of SOL on that income. So you can never bank on it, but fortunately... The uh, enrollment in my rock music and culture class, MHL 153 <laughs> at Phoenix College, if you're interested in taking it. Uh, Soar like the Phoenix. Soar <laughs> like the Phoenix. And it's not it's not University of Phoenix online. That's not a, it, It's an actual physical college. Phoenix I like that you, you have to make sure people know that. It's not <laughs> There's going to be people going online to University of Phoenix to file a complaint against me as we speak. <laughs> they haven't even taken my class already railing against me. But, uh, but yeah, I, my class actually did go through, and I was hoping to get another section or two of it to teach, but uh, such as it is, I have like 14 in my class, which is actually nice. Usually in the past few semesters, it's been completely maxed out with the enrollment. So there's 24 people in there, and you... Uh, so I have 10 less, and it actually makes class a little more intimate now. Yeah. Intimate's always better. So uh, so, so I don't want to get into it too much, and you can edit this out if you want. Things with the lady friend are going well. Uh, they are. I, I met a girl online, and I know this is how bad stories tend to start, but... Uh, is your credit still good? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. My bank account's still intact. So yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I met her. I met her online over the holiday break and came back to Phoenix from from Dallas. I spent three weeks in Dallas over the holidays for Christmas and seeing my folks and family because they live there now. And uh, came back and met her, and and things are are, are going well. Yes, uh, we'll see how see where things go from from here but uh yeah it's nice i'll tell you what's not nice is when you were there in dallas for three weeks because seth and i spend the holidays every year together he comes down to charleston and we just violate joe if you remember <laughs> joe from the thing yeah i'm really scared now that I, I didn't realize that last podcast the one up i like people go to our podcast it's like what is this crap <laughs> so but um yeah you know yeah but i mean uh or Joe as oh, we yeah, yeah. have to call him that. Yeah. Anyway, you know, we usually spend the holidays together. Like Seth comes down here and we uh, hang out and we violate Joe and do terrible things to him. And, Visit you know, a few old familiar watering holes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, just tear up the town. Seth couldn't do that this year. And you know, I couldn't go out there. We had family coming in town. And, you know, that was sad enough. Yeah. But then uh, we couldn't. I don't know. Like, it, it was sad. Like, I would try to call Seth and. He, he wouldn't call back. He's like, yeah, I'm just here playing <laughs> Xbox. I'm like, well, let's do something. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I would call you sometimes, and you would just be like, uh, well, yeah, I'm just here to get out here playing uh, 
play at Xbox, and I was like, well, Seth, I, I miss you. And you're like, oh, I'm just, I'm just. And it sounds like we're making us. I mean, this is really kind of how it go. <laughs> yeah, it is because when I go home, I, I, I love my family and everything, but when I go home, it is there's a steady stream of Fox News and the Andy Griffith Show and PBS musical specials and Hallmark Channel that I have to get through when I'm at home, and it. It wears on me uh, to to the point where you, you every, whenever you would come to visit when I was living in when my folks were living in Charlotte whenever you come to visit you would <laughs> you would have this worried look on your face uh, you, you'd say I, I want my I want my Sethy back I know because your personality would just like like zip it was like what yeah. yeah yeah well my the the excitement of my visit to Dallas. Uh, culminated in me going to the public library uh, <laughs> downtown, and not not for it, not for any illicit purposes really, but uh, my excerpt website, my my dissertation. Wait, you need to back up for a minute. I'm okay. going to unplug you so I can hear this while I go get something to drink because I want to hear the story again. You need to tell everyone <laughs> about your Craigslist adventure. It sounds so dirty, like I don't know, Craigslist. Because, I mean, it sounds like you're asking for code. It's like, meet me at the library for extras. <laughs> All right, I'm unplugging you. I want to hear this. Start telling the story. Okay. Yeah, I. Uh, part of what I do for my dissertation as a, a trombonist and a someone who. Uh, is a, a custodian of the craft uh, playing trombone is I work on my dissertation. It, it's a work in progress. It's still it's still going on. So uh, part of what I do is I go to public libraries and university libraries and I find audio recordings that would be good to add for my excerpt website, trombonexerpts.org. Well, I decided it would be a great idea to go to the downtown uh, Pub- Dallas Public Library, and it's this uh, huge multi-story building. And I was looking through their catalog, and they had some uh, 125, 150 different recordings that I wanted to add clips of to my to my website. Well, I ran into a little snag because neither I nor my parents had a Dallas Public Library card in order to be able to check these items out, these CDs. Because they were all in protective cases and everything. So uh, Dallas Public Library, that's serious business. Yeah, this is serious business. They're all you know, any public library. They they have everything they have has that. Uh, it's like that dirty, grimy filth uh, on all the items. I call it the public library, and it, it's it, it's like a homeless person has taken this CD or book and just put it in his pants and walked around with it uh, for the remainder of the day. It, it's that kind of smell of sweat and stench and well, shame and decay. Why, why have you started going to do your Jesse Ventura voice? I, I, it's not my Jesse Ventura <laughs> voice, I swear. It's not a conspiracy. It's not, yeah, you're it's, like, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> sweat and stench and shame. Well, so, yeah, you know, it's the kind of uh, film and filth that even if you wash your hands three times, uh, it's not going to help. It's not going to get anything off. You wonder what kind of communicable diseases you're getting. But So 125, 150 of these recordings that I'm going through, and I just I went down there one day on my own just to see what they had, and I, was, you know, I found a bunch of stuff, and I figured, okay, how am I going to get this checked out? Well, we went to... My, my parents live in Allen, Texas, and so we went to the Allen Public Library to see if we could get what was called a text share card, and they wouldn't give us one of those because we hadn't lived in Allen for six months or longer to be able to check things out from the Dallas Public Library. So I was, like, trying to find friends, people I knew that lived in Dallas to see if I could use and abuse their friendship and get a library <laughs> card for them. At this point, you've realized Seth has gone from his... Christmas is in Charleston. <laughs> begging people for a public library. Act. Yeah, this is how far <laughs> I have fallen in my quest. I, and, and this happens when I when I get my mind set on something. I, I get this uh, a, a very one track mind. 
uh, towards getting, I just got to get the job done, you know. And so I finally resort to putting an ad on Craigslist for a research assistant. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it gets taken down. It gets taken down within like the first five minutes. Either somebody reported it or somebody didn't like what I had posted or something happened. To, I offered thirty bucks. I said, you know, "Come to the library for thirty bucks." I, I think research assistant. You just you just actually tripped over some sort of like unknown code. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know, instead of thirty dollars, it's thirty roses. You know, you offer thirty roses to somebody now, to. Is it a research assistant position? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> It was. I did. I did put research assistant position, and so I was getting. I had to reword it. I, I, I forget how I reworded it and posted it again. And I posted in like two or three different subcategories of Dallas uh, Craigslist, uh, Dallas dot Craigslist dot org or whatever it is. And don't give, so, don't give them the plug. Yeah, sorry. We'll, we'll edit that. We'll edit that out. Finally, I'm like, you know, I'm not going to be deterred at this point. I'm pot committed, and. I get all these different. I get all sorts of different emails from random people. Just you know, uh, yes, I would like to inquire about the research assistant position. Is this an all-day position? <laughs> and and so eventually, I get some guy who starts haggling with me. He we we have like five or six emails back and forth because apparently thirty dollars to just come and ha- let me use your library card isn't enough. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's not what they thought they were in for. But okay, go ahead. Yeah, but some guy who's like a master's student, like I'm a master's student, and I could I could probably give you three hours of my time for thirty dollars. I said, look, this isn't a negotiation. All right, I put I put the ad up. This is what it's worth. And I've, I did have three or four other people email me, but I got some. Oh, I got some interesting characters, man. I was talking to some uh, some guy on the phone named Jerome, who basically said, uh, "Yeah, um, yeah, I'll be there on Sunday," and he didn't show up. I went to the <laughs> library on Sunday. <laughs> of course, he wasn't there, and I was able to get more work done finding more recordings and that was okay and finally the 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 second day that i had set up somebody called and it's very nice african-american man showed up right on time and i gave him thirty dollars at the end of the day for his services and all he had all he had to do was check out recordings and bring them back to me it was such a the Rules and regulations of the minutia of the library. I understand that because I'm not a taxpayer, I should not be able to use their services. But it's a public library. I mean, when you can circumvent those rules so easily by posting an ad on Craigslist, then you think they would have been able to help me because I am an actual I, you know, I have a doctorate in music, and I do actual research, and I'm not yeah. there to just put CDs down in my pants and walk around to get more public library on them. So that was that was my uh, th- that was the height of my foray into uh, the the Dallas community in uh, the three weeks that I was there. <laughs> we won't. And the thing is, I'll never have to do that again because by the time I go back to visit, my parents will have lived in Allen, Texas, long enough that they can get uh, an Allen Public Library card and then a TechShare card, and then I can just go to the central library and not have to worry about and, and stick those CDs down your pants on your own. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Get those plastic cases off them and get them down the pants where they belong. <laughs> I just love research. <laughs> I had to reword that thing. Like it got taken down two or three different times. I'm like, who is monitoring this? Why are you, it's an actual job. It's not like I'm well, so is, a lot of other things. Yeah, well, so is an actual research assistant position. <laughs> I wonder, but I mean, there's some nasty. I'm afraid to go on Craigslist just because of the stuff I've heard. I've never used Craigslist. I know that makes me like out of touch. I'm scared of using Craigslist. I use it all the time. I go there for uh, used items. Uh, I go there for uh, if I'm going to sell something. Like I, I've I've bought computer components. I've sold computer components. Um, now, you say you met your girlfriend online. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this was not on Craigslist, though. <laughs> okay. This was on something far more reputable, 
like uh, OK Cupid or okay. Christian Mingle. <laughs> Single Swingers dot net. <laughs> Goatswingers.com. <laughs> the Farm yeah. Animal Review. Yeah. Oh. I have a profile on that website. I, you don't seem to find your Craigslist story nearly as hysterical as I do. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe because it was so frustrating to you, but just hearing about you put up this, this simple Craigslist ad and it gets taken down and you have to haggle. There was, <laughs> just go to the library and sit there. There was like, no amount of iPad and read. There was yeah, that, and that's what this guy did. I mean, he, he brought a newspaper. He brought, uh, you know, he, he was like, I, I told him, I said, look, you're not going to have to do a whole lot. You know, every hour or so, you're going to have to bring me new CDs and check other other stuff out. You and some <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go meet a nice lady up on the seventh floor bathroom. Yeah, no, easy job, easy job. And people wanted to haggle and try to milk me for more money well i i uh i unleashed the power of rambling beach cat on some uh insurance people i don't it didn't really do me much good but it's scared i know it scared them but uh i uh yeah i've only heard bits and pieces Uh, i i you were telling me about your car wreck and everything and your uh your dealings with usaa insurance which is like i have usaa and i've had usaa forever now because yeah. my whole family is military but so i'm interested to hear this okay so i'm sitting there um you know in traffic i get hit and you know progressive i, I gave them crap on an earlier podcast we did like about the matthew fisher thing is this the revenge of flow here yeah yeah and here's <laughs> the thing like i i know i still think that was a, a bad thing but i have to admit i mean in, in the spirit of, of some fairness you know i have to admit Progressive, even though they at first weren't supposed to do anything, uh, they called me more than my psycho girlfriend, and I, I mean that actually in a good way. Like they would call me like, "Are you all right? You have everything? Are you fine? Do you need?" And I was like, "I'm, I'm good." Which you psycho? Know? Which so, psycho girlfriend are you talking about? Uh, let's let's not even get into that. Oh, but, okay, <laughs> but you know they called me, and I mean it's it was like okay. In the meantime, USAA very hard to get a hold of, very hard to figure out what's going on. And, you know, their driver had been default, you know, so I didn't think there'd be a problem. And uh, the guy calls me, you know, he's like, hi, I'm calling her USA. It looks like your car is going to be a total loss. Oh, wonderful. And you have to understand, I mean, I, I like this car. I mean, my, my dad got it for me. It's It, I, it runs well. It's got under 100,000 miles. It's a Honda. I've taken care of it. I don't want to start car payments. It's yeah. paid off. You know, yeah. I, 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 it's, it's my car. I want it fixed. And the damage, like, I drove it to the auto repair shop. I mean, it, 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 everything was fine with all of that. It just, they wanted to total it. Yeah, they're so quick to do that. It's all because it saves them more money. Well, and here's the thing is, uh, you know, I found out how much, well, you know, I told the guy, I said, I want you guys to fix my car. He's like, well, I'm sorry. You know, we're, we're declaring it a total loss. I said, no, you're not. He just kind of laughed at me. I'm like, no. <laughs> I said, you're going to fix my car. He goes, well, I'll have a claims adjuster call you and explain to you why we're declaring it a total loss. I was like, all right. So this girl calls me, and I feel bad because I was kind of a dick to her. And I apologize. I'm sorry I'm being a dick to you, but you're, you're not doing what I, I told you would be doing. Because she gets on the phone, and she goes, oh, yeah, we're declaring a total loss. I said, yeah, I've already gone through that part. And here's the part where I tell you you're not going to do that. And she was like, well, but well, we're declaring it a total It was like, does not compute, does not. <laughs> like, no, I said, I said, you're not declaring it a total loss. And she goes, well, if it, if it, if it reaches the threshold of, I said, because no one's told me the amount, you know, what the level, you know, like how much you're going to give me. And uh, no one knows that. You just keep telling me total loss. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, uh, I, I don't know. I was just told to call you and tell you it's a total loss. And I'm like, oh, that's insurance, man. They deal they deal yeah. in vagaries as long as possible and then stick you with the final bill. Well, and, and here's the thing. So After I was like, all right. I was like, look, I. I don't. I want numbers. I want the numbers you've got. I want to know how much the repair was going to cost, how much the value of the car was, in your opinion. I want to know all these things so that I know your reasoning. It will well, you're back co- within 48 hours. It will cost three bananas. Uh, yeah. There's no number. She, she doesn't call me back. And then here's here's what they did. They're closed on Saturdays. Their offices are closed. Sure. But they did call the rental car company and tell tell them his rental is over on Monday. Make sure he turns it in. 
is the you know so i'm like oh you so this so, is usaa or is this yeah, progressive this is usa but you know, okay. progressive has not gotten involved yet okay they just keep calling me to make sure everything works. and usa is the other person's insurance yeah okay yeah. And so I call them and they tell me how much the car they were going to give me for it. And they tell me how much the repair would be. I said, um, I'm not very good at math, but the threshold is in South Carolina is 75%. The value of the car, the repairs exceed. And this is way under. Like, we're talking like way under. I'm like, I'm not good at math, but that's way under 75%. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, yeah. I said, <laughs> tell me why. And they're like, uh. So again, I'm getting that. So they finally get back. They said, "Okay, well, sir, you know, this is it is the law. It's in there." It says we we decided to make a judgment call. Oh, and I'm like, what? What the hell does that mean? And she's like, I, I, "Sir, I can't tell you. Like, no one knows who makes this final decision. They just pass it around." And um, the funny thing was, is I, I started telling them. I said, "Okay, well, um, you know, I said I need a. Can I please?" You know, I left messages with the people who I'd been talking to. I said, I need to get your full name and a quote from you because I'm going to be doing an article on you guys on my website. At that point, the calls stopped. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I called Progressive. They took over the, the repair. And unfortunately, I don't have rental car insurance coverage with Progressive, so I had to pay for that. Mm. But um, but I did, you know, get to do that. And here's the other thing. The, the, paint, the body shop place I went to, Everyone seems to have this issue. They told me three different times my car was ready, and three times it wasn't ready. <laughs> like I showed up the first day, like, yeah, sorry, it's not ready. I showed up the, I tried to show up the next day, like, oh, it's not ready. And then the next day I showed up, like, yeah, come back later. <laughs> and then it's still missing two parts that I have to come back and get later. <laughs> There's like a, a wheel missing and an engine yeah, is just, just, <laughs> just oh. that. Oh yeah, that's ready. Just yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Well, I can tell you, I I have USAA, and I imagine the reason they were being to you is because they're the other person's insurance, and of course they don't want to pay out, and they want to take the avenue that is cheapest for them. And I would imagine that Progressive, your insurance would be dealing with USAA more so than you would have to deal with USAA. Well, they are giving, now. Yeah, they, they are yeah. Now, right? I would I would assume that would be the the case. Sick flow on them, man, and get her on a heavy flow day. Just well, get. Fl- it, you know, it's funny as I said as I, I I put a tweet. I said thank you, Progressive, for you know being a good company. And they sent me back a tweet. They followed me on Twitter. I felt so special. I said thank you, and I said dealing with USAA was like having a colonoscopy with an iron rod. Ooh. And and USAA responded. They said this is not the experience we want you to have. Please tell us what the. <laughs> I was like, well, besides the fact that it hurt. <laughs> it's like your agents don't call me that. Iron so. rods are not in the vocabulary of experience that we would like you to have. Well, thanks, Progressive. Thank you. Yeah, the USAA. Oh. Yeah, they, USAA, I tell you, they, uh, when my car got towed, what ha- I, have an, I have an all-wheel drive Pontiac Vibe, and only about 10% of the Vibes on the market you know, have all-wheel drive. Well, my car got towed, and the tow company towed it improperly. They towed it on two wheels. Because when I got when, – when, when, when that happens, you ruin your rear differential. You, you know, when two wheels are spinning and the other two are not, that ruins an all-wheel drive car. Well, yeah. when I drove it, when I picked it up, you know, I paid $120 to get my car back. And started driving it, well, of course, I hear the sound, the whirring sounds of – my rear differential being blown out and you know that's it it was going to cost something like two or three thousand dollars to have it replaced because it's not something you can just fix it's the whole thing just has to be replaced well usaa ended up accepting it as a claim and i had i was out 300 bucks for my deductible but they took care of it and they were trying they were trying to deal with the tow company but the tow company is they were just being complete like you know, they were just den- denying that anything possibly could have happened. That my rear differential just went out on its own. <laughs> that it, somehow it just well, that, wore out. That was, that was already there. <laughs> yeah, these uh, these claims are absolutely spurious and and uh, baseless, and I, I have no idea what you're talking about. And so I was like, "All right, you're going to hear from the insurance company." And then, so this really nice—I I could tell she she had to be like 22 or 23 years old or so, like this really young uh, woman who was handling my 
uh, claim. Just a sweet, really sweet uh, girl. She calls the tow company and then calls me back. They are just mean. (laughs) It's like, I know they are. This guy was, oh, man, those tow companies, man, they'll work you over. They're a piece of work. Uh, So beyond that, like you can see, I mean, Seth and I had had quite a bit of of, uh, different things going on. You know, we're finally back now. And then uh, I guess, you know, we don't have Kate here, so the show's the show's quite a bit less sexy. Yeah. And, yeah, there's only yeah. so much I can do. You can't see that my shirt is off at the moment. We all know that, though. You and I are both sure. That's, That's true. It is a given. Yeah. All right, so Star Wars. Let's yes, yes, let's geek out a little bit here. All right, so uh, I don't remember if we've talked about this since it happened, but... I know a lot of people were worried about Disney taking over Star Wars. I think we have talked about the initial thing with Disney taking over Star Wars. Very briefly, yeah, yeah. in October. Um, but I think we're already seeing why this is a good thing. Now, I mean, some people are like, watch, but what? But, you know, I, I was getting kind of sad because as good as Clone Wars is, there's a very limited... Hang on a second. Benjamin! Come here, buddy. The dog Benjamin's kind of sitting out here like, am I allowed to come in? Bobby, but, um, there's a very limited amount of uh, stuff that you can do with the Clone Wars... Yeah, because it's fine. You know it's going to end at some point. It has to. Yeah, and the and we know the end result. You know, we know what's going to happen. I really like that. There's going to be more movies. I love how the old stars, you know, are all like, "Oh, you know, Star Wars. We got typecast, and we just kind of want to get away from it." But then when the movies come out, like Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford, oh yeah, I'll do it again. I'll do it. (laughs) I'll do it. Yeah, it's a great franchise. People love it. Um, I think it'll be done well. I think, you know, I mean, J.J. Abrams, despite his obsessive use of Lynn Slayer, will do a fantastic job <laughs> with Episode 7. Also, we were talking about, and Seth, you and I, I mean, the Clone, the Clone Wars cartoon series, if, if you're even if you're one of those people who, who is a purist and hates some of the things they do, which Seth and I will get to that in a minute, it's been so good, like the last seven or eight episodes. Are you yeah. with me on that? Like, it's just been... Oh. oh, yeah, and and even seeing the progression of it season to season, like the animation has gotten better, the voice acting has gotten better, largely to uh, to some extent, and you know this fifth season that they're dealing with now and bringing Darth Maul back and the 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 storytelling and the characters and everything, it has gotten so much better and picked up, and the pacing has gotten better too. I remember back. When you would have just like random four, like three or four episodes, and it'd be like, "Oh, let's have an adventure with R two D two and C three PO," and you'd be like, "They oh, had well, one of those, and it was terrible." Yeah, it's like, "Well, I, I, I want, I want, I want to see more of the Emperor and him and Darth Maul and all that good stuff." Yeah. So, yeah, it it has gotten so much better, and it, it's puzzling because. I'm confident that the Disney merger will be a good thing, and I'm confident that the Clone Wars will be able to run its course uh, in some form or fashion. I'm just hoping that they they allow it to uh, to finish do what they were going to do in in the next season because it's not in Cartoon Network's fall lineup. It's well, it not, won't be. It, it's we yeah. talked about this on the phone. It, you know, it's pretty much been all but said that it's going to move over to Disney XD. Yeah. Which look, even if you don't have Disney XD. There's so many places that download the show and put it up online within hours after it shows. Yeah, yeah. But Not that you should ever go to those sites and illegally watch it, because that's wrong. But it's still puzzling that they canceled the toy line. That's that's yeah. what is so, it seems so weird. Like, as much of a merchandising whore as George Lucas is, you, you'd think, why, why would he miss out on that opportunity? Unless they have something else planned that we just don't know about or haven't heard about. I mean, you think we would have by now. Hasbro reps have already said that, yeah, Clone Wars line is done. Yeah. And I don't understand that. It's like, you know, I'm watching the show, and there's all these new, like, you know, like, for instance, the show last week, they had these dog clone troopers that had these, like, monstrous things they used around sniffing out when they were trying to chase down Ahsoka. And, uh, you know, they had these cool-looking helmets and everything. And it's like, there's your toy. I mean... Yeah, we fi- we finally it. got Clone Wars Emperor Palpatine, like Darth Darth Sidious with lightsaber action. Yeah, and I don't know if they made a figure of that before or not, but no, no, they did not. That's pretty. I mean, that's like, who wouldn't want to have that? Oh, you just remind me. Something. Speaking of that, Dave Filoni, the guy who does, he's great. 
if you're a Star Wars fan, here's something that, that bugs me to know. And I'm, look, I love the Clone Wars show. I'm, I'm totally fine with it. But one thing Dave Filoni said that I thought was interesting was, you, you notice in that fight that, that uh, Sidious had, he had two lightsabers. Yeah. And the reason they said they did that was because in Revenge of the Sith, he had one lightsaber already, and it got knocked out of his hand, and he had another one. What? Just, that's, don't you remember, like, he had the original, and Mace Windu knocked it out of his hand, and then when he fought with Yoda, he had the other one? Okay. So he had two lightsabers the whole time. Okay. So that's why they said he had two lightsabers in that fight. And they do little things like that. And other stuff, like, much long-term. Like, for instance, one thing I love The Clone Wars is, is doing is it's actually showing why Order 66 could take place. Because, I mean, it still seems a little crazy. It's like, wow, they just turned on where they brainwashed. But you had the whole thing with Pong Krell and that, you know, he turned on his clone troopers and tried to get them killed. And then you had, uh, you know, these clone troopers hunting down Ahsoka, kind of showing that they'll take orders to do whatever they need to do. And Yeah, you know, going against Anakin's... Yeah. And can having to keep reminding them not to not to kill her, not to kill her. Yeah, and it, it makes sense. But then, on the other hand, first episode of season five, which was great, Adi Galia, I guess it's her Galea. name. Yeah. yeah, Adi Galia. Yeah, Thank you. She gets killed in the first episode, which it was a dramatic death, and it was really, it meant, you know, it was here's the problem. She already died yeah, in the comics. Died in the comic books. Yeah, the obsession. And, yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, here's the thing: is, is you're like, well, it's just the cop. Well, no, it's it's canon. Like the keeper of the holocron, that the guy uh, last name Lee, I can't remember his first name, but he he does. The, and he said, well, it, everything's canon except her death. It's like, why couldn't you just pick another Jedi? I know. Why did it have to be that exact person? Yeah, it, she had a a major death already. Like, why did you do that? I understand having to work around, like you know, the Ahsoka wasn't in all these comics. Okay, I get that, but why? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it, it's and the the idea that somebody that everybody who was working on that maybe missed that in the continuity of things. It seems so improbable. Like somebody yeah. had to rec recognize and realize that. Oh yeah, this character has already died. <laughs> <laughs> like, you say it so flippantly. Like, died. <laughs> well, it's like you think of. Other think of other characters who are on the same kind of my, minor characters like uh, Mon Mothma or Admiral Akbar or somebody. If somebody like that died, you think that the people working on the show would realize it and take such an easy step to avoid doing that? Yeah, I hear you, but it just. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. Was it Leland, Leland, Leland Chi? Is that what Yeah, Leland Chi, yeah. 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 You know, I just, I don't know. I just don't, I don't understand. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm excited to see how uh, the fifth season wraps up and we've got, uh, what, we got six episodes left? They did 24 uh, or is it 20? I think we only have three episodes left. No, oh. two. Yeah. So it's 20, 20 episodes for the season? Yeah, it's 20 episodes for the season. Okay, yeah, yeah we only have two left. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah you know, they're going to have to do something with Ahsoka. And I, I thought, oh, they're just going to, like, pretend, you know, they're just going to keep it going. But yeah, no, they actually look like they're going to... I'm I'm excited, though, with the, with the whole prospect of movies again. Because I've gone... You know, we both have, have gone our whole lives... I, you know, I, I never got to see any of the Star Wars movies in the theater. The, the original you didn't ones. see the re-releases? Well, I, I did. I, 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 did. I did see the special editions when <laughs> they came out in the nights. But I'm talking about like the the original Star Wars craze you know, in the 70s, because I, I wasn't born until 81. And I, I'm just excited to have the prospect of a new Star Wars movie every three years or so coming out now. Yeah. Like, it, it's... Yeah, we used to. We've talked before about the Clone Wars and how people don't like it, and it's just like you know, it's new Star Wars. Just enjoy it because there's such a, a lack of material, and now we're going to get a new trilogy. It's something that because the prequels were such a universal letdown. I'm looking forward to the new trilogy, and I'm looking forward to all the standalone movie prospects that. Yeah. They've announced. Boba Fett movie. That'd be awesome. Yeah, Boba Fett and Darth Vader. Like the yeah. possibility of you know, seeing Darth Vader 
in his prime, like seeing Darth Vader doing what we thought he was going to do in the prequel trilogy, carrying out Order 66, like hunting down and killing all the Jedi like Obi-Wan told us. That's that's what I want to see. And and some people are like the Han Solo movie. I could see you know, they might do the whole recast reboot thing with uh, you know some younger actor, which that's something I've I haven't really thought much about because we we've come to accept recasting and rebooting of the Star Trek franchise. Yeah. But what would you think about rebooting and recasting? people in the original movie no, like if they did no, the original movie over no, again no 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 no. yeah i i don't I <laughs> think would, i want I that would either full-on angry nerd no just <laughs> don't you dare don't you dare there is so much more story just tell new stories yeah yeah i agree i what do you think about a yoda one-off movie oh i think that'd be well because uh... so much of yoda what makes him appealing is the, the the mythos of where he comes from and what because we don't know what alien species he is we don't know a whole lot about his origins but he's been alive he was alive for supposedly nine hundred and some odd years yeah. there's got to be stories there I, just as long as I, I I don't mind them doing something on on Dagobah like how he had to go into hiding as long as it's just not two hours of him stirring some pot in his little hut. <laughs> Some little hovel in in the swamp, but yeah, I could I could imagine them doing that when they're talking about the live action TV show being. Well, this is going to center around characters first. No Jedi, you know, no Jedi because Star Wars is about characters. Well, and, it is, but the Jedi are. Yeah, yeah, it's a, like the Jedi can't experience human emotion or something or character development so we're gonna we're gonna make a a tv show about how greedo's mother has cancer and uh his little baby child takes a dump on the floor and the the family turmoil of of the rhodian species that greedo uh, uh, leading up to greedo's death and afterwards that's going to be character development i don't want to see that i don't need to see that Give me lightsabers, give me force users, and you you know that that's what makes Star Wars Star Wars. It's what makes it unique. Otherwise, I'm just watching an eleven AM Telemundo soap opera. That's what I want. Yeah, don't you dare recast. Dare recast Star Wars. <laughs> well what if they have to do that for like Han Solo though? Oh, oh that's fine. I'm saying but don't recast like the don't reshoot the original movies. Because what would a what would a a re what would a reshoot of the original Star Wars look like? Like, would there? Be, I assume there would be better special effects, and like, what would the the Death Star battle be more intricate and and advanced and interesting? I don't. Know. I think I think it was a perfect storm of events, and you're gonna shoot yourself in the foot trying to recreate it. Yeah, because I mean, you look at you watch it now, and you're nostalgic for it. You you see the effects for what they are i mean they're models the edits you can see gaps in some of the footage that it has that kind of nostalgic appeal to it i think if you go completely green screen on it like they do at the prequels then you're gonna you're gonna miss out that's that's something i hope they don't do for the new movies is go completely green screen on it yeah. like they did the prequels because it that's just it took so much out of the actor's in, in their performance and the interaction between them in the background and the, the, the scenery, like you imagine the scenery of the original trilogy, like in all the, the color contrast where you go from uh, the intense sand of Tatooine and then you get to, can you, can you say that phrase again? The intense sand, the sand. intense sand of Tatooine. Oh, and then the grays of the death star and then the space battle and you have you have the forest of Endor, you have the white of Hoth, and I hope they get back to that. I hope they really get some stark remote locations back into uh, into the Star Wars films. So I'm glad they're taking the Marvel approach to it. You know, they they found a model that that works with uh, you know with Iron Man, Thor, the Avengers. I'm excited that uh, that I'm going to be able to give them my money. Yeah. Yes. Shut up and give take my money. You're gonna say shut up and give them money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So, but yeah, I'm excited about Star Wars, and I think we'll have a lot to talk about. Um, yeah, I, I remember about Kentucky Sports, but I, I was going to say I, I remember three years. I remember way back when, where I, I was waiting forever and ever and ever for the prequels to come out. I was like, man, these are never going to get here. These are never going to get here. And then I remember thinking to myself, you know, and at some point, like 15 years down the line, I'm going to be looking back and thinking to myself, what was I thinking? Like, it's like now that I have you know, 10, 10 years have passed since, yeah. you know, Revenge of the Sith. It's like looking back and now I'm in the same spot again. It's like, man, three years. I got to wait three years for another Star Wars movie. It's never going to get here, but I know it will. You Makes me get it like a little schoolgirl. Yes, you will have your Star Wars, and you will like it. I'm gonna put it in my ear hole and my eye hole, and I'm gonna enjoy it. Yeah. But uh, you know, I I don't know. Like, I know we were gonna talk about Kentucky sports, but no. I'm in a I'm in a good mood right now. <laughs> I know I am too. Star Wars. Let's not. Uh... But, and we're lucky. We we're recording this on a Tuesday, and Tuesday is usually when they play, and the game is somehow magically tomorrow on a Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, you know, I just, I, I don't know, like the, the Kentucky, I don't, I, well, I'm going to get into it and I'm going to get angry. But yeah, I don't know <laughs> what's going on right now. It's just, it's so weird that we're more excited about football. It is. It is really, really weird. I'm looking forward to, did you see the little, it was almost like a teaser trailer yeah, oh, that they yeah, put online with the air raid sirens and that, the, after four hours, I considered calling my doctor. <laughs> I was that excited. And yeah, that is instant Cialis for a for a yeah. Kentucky football fan. Which is, I mean, I've, I, we're we're both Kentucky football fans. We will watch the games and commiserate and deal with all the emotions that comes from them sucking perennially, uh, with the exception of a handful of years. But yeah, I'm. Uh, Real excited the the, rec- the recruiting class and you know, the, the new coaches and the new getting back to the to the air raid. I mean, they, they've got more. What was it? They they have more four star players this year in their recruiting class than they have in the past three years combined. Yeah. Well, and what's crazy is he only had like what four weeks to recruit. Yeah. Yeah, and granted, he's he's recruiting on Florida State. I mean, he's recruit, recruiting on, here's what we did at Florida State. So after this year, you know, he's going to have to start re- recruiting off of Kentucky. I mean, he's going to have to start recruiting off of what Kentucky is going to has done or is going to do. But, you know, I'll take it. <laughs> well, and here's what I like, too, is that he, you know, like there was that recruit who made a joke out of us. He decommitted from Tennessee. Yeah. And when they asked him why, he goes, man, when you lose to Kentucky, you lose to everybody. And now he's going to Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. He just completely did a 180. It's awesome. Well, and, and somebody else who, who ended up coming to us, you know, he says, I'm going there because those boys are about to win. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn right we are. I'm excited for the uh, JoJo Kemp uh, running back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I was watching the tape of him, and I, the, all all the running backs we have and everything. I'm I'm excited about that, and the quarterbacks we got, and I'm excited. I'm ready. Well, you know what's nuts too is I mean we're a little bit we're a little bit overcrowded at, at quarterback now. Yeah, we are. It, it'll work itself out though. I think Jalen Whitlow will end up going to receiver or athlete or some kind of. They'll they'll find a way to get him on the field, but I think it's. Uh, just, it's just gonna, run. Just run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take the, the ball. It's like, it's like, okay, we're gonna have you run an out. Receivers gonna run an out route and a hook. It. You know what? Just run. run, run that way and catch the ball when it comes to you. So we'll have to. When's when's the spring game? Spring games in March. I know it's gotta be. Is it before or after spring break? Uh, well, depends who's spring break. Well, it's like March 11th or something. Is my spring break. So. That's when Kentucky spring break is. So, oh, good, good podcast again. We'll try to be more regular. Yes, the, our cathartic release is complete. It only took an hour, and we got uh, got lots of good stuff covered today. Yeah. Or well, is there anything more you want to talk about? I feel like we have enough for for to to, to 
send it to the ether. Yeah, I think I think we have enough. I was uh, one of the things as we as our, our later episodes, we kind of migrated away from the Dale stories, and that was uh-huh. I think our tra- it was our our signature, our trademark. And uh, I think we need to to get back to our roots, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. Uh, and questions, of course. We didn't have any questions because I, you know, I've been gone for a while. So we'll get some questions. And... Yeah. Well, we'll get Kate back with us, so all of you, uh, all you guys in your basement right now, can uh, rest assured. And look, we ain't hating on you. No, no, we ain't hating. Kate, yeah. Kate, Kate's. Kate's she br- like, she brings know, the sexy back. She brings the sexy to the show. I mean. Seth and I, it's it's a hard burden to carry all the sexy for the show. Yeah. But when Kate comes in, we, we don't even have to work. Kate carries all the sexy mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. show. But she's I mean, our she's our Frodo Baggins. Yeah, yeah. Actually that was about the most unsexy thing. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's our Frodo. <laughs> You're my Samwise. Yeah. Yeah. Samwise I'll, I'll be your Gamgee. Yeah, you'll be my golem. I was worried that you would give it up podcasting because I would try to call you and be like, I'm just, I don't know, I guess. Okay, I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and then, yeah. Oh, we're we're good. We're going to, we. I want to get this back. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about? Uh, I know we said one thing when Seth and I, I don't know if we're still recording, but uh, one thing we talked about, you know, we were trying to go over what, you know, our, our pre-production meeting, which took place <laughs> as I left Subway in my car. <laughs> home um you know let's talk about our holiday swag and we realized like oh it's it's like it's it's february February. it's like it's post valentine's day and we yeah i but we next next episode we should uh kick off with you uh talking about your millennium falcon because i am i am uber so jealous that you got that and especially for the price that you did Oh yeah, it was like the epitome of bargain hunting. And I could talk about your your uh, your book that you got me. Oh yeah, which is good stuff. Book. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go down and actually, I'm going to finish sorting my comics. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's a good feeling. Is it? I'm, I'm I'm getting ready to cut up some more of my comics for binding. I need to talk to you at some point. I, yeah, I am running out of storage, so I need to. <laughs> you need to help me <laughs> and purchase the best. I'm running. I mean, I'm almost completely out. It's all about the drawer boxes, baby. I got a couple more that I just bought. Yeah. It's all about the drawer boxes. Yeah. I enjoyed podcast. I feel better now. I feel more complete. I, yes, my like my the, the, my other half is is uh, the yin to my yang. Yeah. The you nine to my six has. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get off here. Ew, that's probably the wrong thing to say. <laughs> I'll talk to you later on. All right, later.